Okay, today's sponsor of our learning is uh, Jerry and Sir Walaski. It's in the Schutz of Rafur Shlema for Zachariah Dov, Ben Peroshira Rafur Shlema. And we do thank you for the sponsorship. Daf Hey, does that sound right? Yep. Here. More or less. Uh, do we, do, did you start uh, the Shtar? In other words, we had our Mishnah. And the Mishnah mentions that. Uh, Oh, so you have a little bit of Dalit on the base to do? What was that? Okay. So the next, okay, so we're going to start from Dalit on the base. What is it about? 11 lines from the bottom about? Of Allah. In other words, the Mishnah mentions three ways that you acquire. Kesef. Uh, uh, B, and then we have star. So now what's happening is that we're going to find uh, a source in the text of the Torah itself for uh, Bia, which is uh, the sexual relationship that brings about uh, the Kenyan that makes uh, the wife. What's fascinating is, is that this approach, which is for step one, for the Erusin, they're not husband and wife yet, and technically speaking, it could be done through Bia. And obviously, it's something that uh, the rabbis did not approve of, but technically does work. What's the source for it? It teaches us that she's acquired through the relationship itself. Now, uh, this is the uh, traditional analysis that's going to take place where when a verse is mentioned as a source, the Gemara wonders, wait a second, do I really need a verse for it? Perhaps it could be derived from somewhere else. So therefore, here comes the question, Valodinu, it's something that can be learned from a Kalvachomer. Uma Yevama, when it comes to a Yevama, a woman, losing a husband without children, she enters into a marriage with the brother. How is that uh, marriage, uh, how is that relationship achieved? Through Bia. Indicating that Kesef is the weaker one because if he gives her the money, it won't work. It has to be through, it has to be through Bia. So Yavama, where Kesef does not work, nevertheless, Niknes Bevia. Bia works, indicating it's stronger. So Zusha Niknes Bekesef. So if so, a regular woman, which we have already a source for the fact that she's acquired through kesef, right, the money that's given, how much more so? There shouldn't be a question. Why do we need a source? So the Gemara is going to say, you know what? I'll show you that actually kesef is stronger, and therefore, let's look at the, the Jewish maidservant. How is she acquired with kesef? So therefore, be is weaker. Once it's weaker... Right, and therefore, once once we know that you know it, it, there is a situation where bia doesn't work, you're going to need a source in the Torah. Well, it's a different ballgame there because the relationship there is not a relationship of marriage; it's a relationship where she basically works for the individual. On the other hand, when it comes to our discussion here, when it comes to the wife and the Yevama, so therefore, on the surface, we do have here a Kalvachomer. 
Nevertheless, we're told, and we're going to have to find the flaw in this Kalvachomer, Talmulomer, the Torah teaches us, there is a verse, and the Gemara asks, wait a second, you just told me that there is a way of learning it from a Kalvachomer. Why do you need a verse? We just had a way of learning it. You could derive it from a Yevamo. Comes Ravashi and he clarifies, Um Ravashi Mishum the Meimar, right? That what you could say that if you look at the beginning, if, if you look at the source of your Kalvachomer, there's a weakness there. Me'ikora de Dina Percha. From where you are trying to derive it, there's a weakness. What's the weakness? What brings it apart? How, what makes it crumble? Mehecho Kamaisisla. Well, where do you want to derive? You want to go ahead and say, hey, we find that. Uh, uh, Bia, right, Bia, which works by uh, Yevama, right? Kesev won't work there, right? Bia does, indicating that if in a situation where Kesev does work, how much more so should Bia work? No, you can't learn from a Yevama. Mali Yevamash can There's a link already. Remember from Yibum, the song, but Zika, there's a link between the two. So therefore, it's logical that a woman, as she enter, enters into the relationship with the Yevam, Bingo. There's a complete relationship there. Because there's a zika, there's a link already. Toimar bezu, on the other hand, when we're dealing with an, a, a regular situation of a woman and a man, so you can't derive it from Yibum. So therefore, you only way to know that Bia, indeed, is one of the three kinyonim, Talmulomar uva'aloh. Now today's daf, uminayin shaf bishtar. How do you know that a document works? What, what kind of document would it be that uh, uh, brings about erusin or, or kiddushin? The document would say, at It's a document. The document, by the way, could have zero value because if it's a shava pruta, well, he's giving her something that has value. It could work It could work like kesef. Shtar, what's the source for it? Here we go. Vidinu, well, we could start off with the Kalvachomer. Uma Kesef, let's look at Kesef. Shein Motsi, right? Kesef itself, if the husband will go ahead and give her during the, uh, as, as a form of divorce, Kesef. Ne- it doesn't work. Ein Motsi. Nevertheless, they come into the relationship. Machni, so obviously we have a source that Kesef works to bring about a marriage. So Shtar, right? Shtar which is stronger, Shemotzi, it does work, and that's the only way that you have a divorce with a get. How much more so, Enodin, Shemachnes. Okay, that's the first attempt here. Well, Malek Kesef, well, Kesef actually, there's a reason to believe that Kesef works because Kesef is stronger. How do we find? Because it works in other areas. And what areas does Kesef work? If you want to go ahead and redeem, we do know that if you have an uh, item that's sanctified, you could transfer its sanctity to money. That works. So too, Maiser Sheni, you have the second tithe, you have to bring it up to your shalim. It's impossible to bring up such a, a great amount. If you are blessed, you could transfer its sanctity to money. That works. With Kesef, it doesn't work with Shtar. Now, what would a Shtar be for Hekdash and Maeser Shani? Uh, so, Rashi understands this to mean some kind of document that uh, you claim that you owe the money. Others have some difficulty with it. Some say perhaps it means a document that just says it is Podui. But what we do know for a fact is that a Shtar does not work for Hekdash. A Shtar does not work for Maeser Shani. So, Toimar Bishtar, Shtar She'en Podim Bo Hegdesh, Shumai Sersheni. And how do you know 
Maybe it does. See, because the verse says, The Torah tells us straight out that if you want to go ahead and redeem right, uh, a, a field or of, of, that has been sanctified, sanctified, you give kesef, the kamlo, and then it's complete. On the other end, the document is excluded from it. So if so, what we are stating now is the following. You want to tell me that you know, the, the document works in so many different places. It works in a divorce, even when money doesn't. So for sure, entering into the marriage, the kiddushin, now that we know that money works, for sure the shtar should work. We'll say, no, actually, kesef is stronger. It makes more sense that kesef would work in shtar, not because kesef works even for pidyon. Omar Kro. So therefore, the Torah tells us, actually, the source is the verse in uh, Dvorim, where, where we are taught so many laws regarding divorce and marriage, there is a link. Because we are told there's a woman, she's married, she gets divorced. V'yotza, v'yotza, yetzia, she exits the marriage. V'hoisa, and then she marries another man. And there's a, the rabbis had a tradition that there's a comparison, there's a link between the yetzia and the Yitzia and the entry into a new marriage, which is known as, quoted often, V'yotza V'hoisa. Okay? So there's a comparison between the departure from a marriage and entering into a marriage. And the rabbis have a tradition that there's information and some things that apply to one can apply to the other. Mekish, it's a hekish. A comparison. Havayo Le'yitzia. The entry is going to be compared to the departure. Ma'yitzia bishtar, just as a marriage comes to an end with a document, the get. nami bishtar. So here's our source. Okay? It's derived from a get. Well, Gemara says, well, if so, if you have such a tradition to link the two, let's go the other way, the other direction as well. Let's say, that just as when they enter into a marriage, their money is a function that would work. The kesef would work as a function as entering into a marriage. So too, right, when a marriage comes to an end, right, it could be achieved and it could take place by a form of money. Maybe that should be the case. Omar Abayi says, you know what, it, it would be a problem with it. Why? Yomru. To go ahead and claim... That kesef machnis, that kesef brings her in, in them into the relationship. Kesef motzi, there's a problem there. What's the problem? Sanegor yase kategor. Sanegor, right? A defendant does not turn into a prosecutor. Fascinating term. But the idea is that money is to bring, you know, bring them close together. That's what the marriage is all about. For it to turn around and be the, the mechanism for a divorce doesn't make sense. Don't get me wrong. There's obviously a lot of money uh, in the divorce, the lawyer fees. But it can be that which achieves the gerush, and it has to be a document. Well, the Gemara says, wait a second. If you're uncomfortable with this concept, and therefore that's how you read the verse, if so, you could claim, how can they enter into a marriage with a document, right? That's so unromantic because we do know that when you see a document handed from husband to wife, what do you think immediately? A get. And if so, make the same claim that the kategor, the prosecutor, Yaaseh Sanegor, could turn into a defendant. The Gemara says, you know what? There's a difference there because 
look at the document. The document and its wording determines or really defines what this is all about. So therefore, the mealy, the words, the ha'ishtar alachur, the words of this document are different. Mealy, the ha'ishtar alachur. In other words, we don't have that discomfort because the wording in the, each document indicates that they are very, indeed, very, very different. The wording in the document of the divorce are a separation where the relationship is severed. And here they are coming together and therefore we have no problem of using the Yotzeva to teach us that they can enter into a marriage with a document. Well, Mar says, if so, why don't you just say that each money is different? One's a, a, a money of detachment and one's money that's handed to connect them, claim the same. The Gemara says, no. It's one coin. It's the same currency. In other words, the essence of a document is what's written in the document. If they are different, they are two different entities. Here it's the exact same money. Rava Omar, Rava tells you, you know, you know how you know that Kesef would not work to put an end to the marriage? It's not a function. Now, by the way, we do find, right, that, that when it comes to a slave, he gives money, he could go ahead and pay, buy back his freedom. One would think so, but Rava says, no. Omar Krova Kosav if you look at the language of the Torah, the Torah makes it very, very clear. And again, they had a tradition that what's being taught here is the Kosav Law. Bekesef. How does the marriage come to an end with something that is written? Now, the Gemara says, wait a second. If so, why don't you say, if you're telling me that the Torah is telling us that through writing there is divorce, so perhaps claim that what we're being told is that when it comes to divorce, a document works. Ve'ema, Rav, I can ask you, be'ksiva miskareshes. Maybe we are being told that a writing, a document works when there is a garrison. So in other words, if you're presenting this verse, perhaps it's, being, it's telling us that only here in a divorce a document's document could work, but not into a marriage. The Lord says, no, you can't say so, because we have another source, Haksiv, that there is a comparison. And therefore... So it appears that what we have here is one source that tells us there's something particular about divorce, and one's telling us that you indeed could link the marriage to divorce. Now, Umar Isa, what's the logic? In other words, why are you telling me that Vikos Savlo is telling us that a divorce is, can only take place with a document, and the Yatsavahis is telling me that they could enter into a marriage with a document? Well, perhaps. Look at it uh, differently. Maybe say that Vyotsava Hais is to teach you that money works as a mechanism of divorce. And the Kosa law is telling me that they can't enter into a marriage with the document. So it says, Mistabra, it's logical to say that Kai Begerushin, if it's a verse that it appears in the context of Gerushin, Mimaid Gerushin, it's coming to limit something that relates to divorce. Because it would not make sense to say Kai Begerushin, Mimaid Kidushin. That doesn't make sense. Now, if you remember in Gitten, there was an opinion and mission of Rabbi Yossi Aglili. And Rabbi Yossi Aglili says that the verse the law teaches us the following that you should know that there are some items that you cannot use as 
a form of a bill of divorce. In other words, obviously, if you remember, we don't have to, it doesn't have to be written on parchment, right? It doesn't have to be written on paper, technically be, be written on, let's say, a stender, for example, the bill of divorce. But basically it says, but be sure that it's not on food. And be sure that it's not on a ba'al chai. You cannot go ahead and uh, tattoo on a cow, right? A bill of divorce and hand it from husband. That won't work because of the cost of law. So that's what he uses this verse for. Now that creates a little bit of a problem for him here because in other words you're using this verse to teach me that from the but there in Gerish in Gittin uses it for what as we mentioned he uses it that it's to limit what types of uh, items can be handed as a form of a bill of divorce so if so we can ask Rabbi Yossi Haglili, She'eino misgareshes bekesef minolei. Rabbi Yossi Haglili, how do you know that kesef cannot be used as a form of severing the marriage? Omar Kroh, he says the following, Sefer Krisus, right? And therefore, the, what the Torah is telling us, that it has to be a book of severance, of complete detachment. But what he's telling us is that we are being taught here, Sefer Korsa, when something is written, that is a form, that's the mechanism of divorce. Ve'ein dovar acher Korsa, nothing else. It has to be a safer, a money is not safer. Now, obviously, as we find often in the Gemara, when one authority brings a verse to learn something and another authority doesn't need it, so we could ask him, okay, what do you do with that verse? What do the rabbis do with this krisus? It's needed, as we learned in Gitin, that when, if let's say there's a stipulation, there's a tznai in a get, in some cases it could disqualify a get, and in what case would that be? If it is something that never brings about a detachment from the two parties. And therefore, what he, they are deriving is, it has to be a sefer krisus, that within the bill of divorce, it has to be that the relationship comes to an end. What does that mean? As we learned in the Brisa, if the husband hands the wife a bill of divorce, and he stipulates, Al-Minat, and there's a stipulation in the document, Al-Minat And some say that it's not Lebeis Avich, or that you never ever enter into this house, or that you never, never drink wine, then this is a valid bill of divorce. So we are told here that there's a problem here, because it comes out that for the rest of her life, she's still connected. So it hasn't been severed, and therefore, Sefer Krisus, it's a problem there. Okay, that's what he learns from Krisus. Ainza Krisus. Now, if on the other hand there's a limit, a limit is a stipulation, and a stipulation does work. Kochlo Shimyom, if it's only for 30 days, Hariza Krisus. Now, so this is what the rabbis, this is right, this is what the rabbis learn from Sefer Krisus. While Rabbi Yossi needs it to teach us Kesef not, the rabbis say it has to be a Dover Akores Beino Lebeino. Now, what about Rabbi Siaglili? He needs it as well. So he says, if you look carefully, it could have said sefer karet, a sefer that severs. But the language is kritut. So the double language or the extra two letters could teach us Rabbi Siaglili mikoris krisus bingo. So we have two things that could be derived here. That is dover akoris, that has to be a bill of divorce that severs the relationship, and it has to be a sefer and not money. So here we go. 
In other words, to go ahead and if it's a form of speech to go ahead and analyze the two extra letters, they don't work with that and therefore for them only one thing is derived from it. Now, what the Gemara is going to do is the following. We have here a Mishnah, right? Kesef, Shtar, Bia. We have verses for all three. But the Gemara is going to ask the question, wait a second, you know, do you really need a verse for all three? Perhaps a verse for two would be required. The third one could be derived from the two. And this is something, an exercise that's common throughout the Gemara. The Gemara says, okay, you couldn't derive uh, each one on its own. But now that you have three, and logically perhaps by not having a source for one, you could still learn it from the other two. So if so, ask the Gemara, okay, you can derive one from one. We went through the exercise, we have clarity with that. But Taisi, let's derive, derive one from two. So here we're going to go, we roll up our sleeves, and we're going to have to look at every single one, at Kesef, Shtar, Bia, and say, okay, learn Kesef from Shtar or Bia, learn Shtar from Kesef or Bia. Okay, hi Taisi, well, what do you want to learn? Okay, make a suggestion. The claim is, okay, you know what, the Torah shouldn't have written Shtar. And derive from the two of them, in other words, just as we find, right, that a woman can enter into the relationship with Kesef or Bia, so it's logical to transfer it to Shtar as well, right? But these two are very, very different. You can't learn it from Bian Kesev. Bian Kesev, there's, a, there's pleasure there. There's enjoyment. A document, there's no enjoyment there. It's just stating a fact. So therefore, you de- do need a verse for a document. Because when it comes to Kesev and Bia, there's pleasure involved when it comes to the relationship or when it comes to money. On the other hand, so therefore... Obviously, the Torah has to have, we have to have a source for the shtar. Well, well, the question is going to be, the Torah shouldn't mention bia, and derive it from kesef and shtar. No, these are very different. In other words, we find that money as a form of a transaction, works in many, many different scenarios, right? The whole financial market works with, by giving money, you acquire things. So too, when it comes to a document, you purchase land. So therefore, those two are a king and meruba. They work in many, many different circumstances. So it's logical that they work when it comes to the to the. Marriage, on the other hand, when it comes to be or not. Now, and if your question is, and if you ask, okay, we shouldn't need a source in the text for Kesef and derive it from Shtar and Bia. No, when it comes to uh, Bia, right, we know that the, the Yibum is done even if against the will. And so to when it comes to Ashtar, the bill of divorce, is valid even if it's against the will. On the other hand, money, money we find in general, it appears to be that money would only work if both parties are in agreement. So due to the fact that it's weaker, you can't derive it from those two. Now, and if you want to claim, and if you claim, well, when you purchase the Jewish maidservant, money is given there and it's against the will. Well, when it comes to a relationship of issues of marriage, we do not find that 
we could have a transaction that is done against the will. Mi'alo ashkechan, it's not to be found. Okay? So that's what we have up until this point. And now we have Rav Huna's statement. It was referred to earlier. And it's important to remember what Rav Huna tells us. Because he throws in the fourth. The fourth. Not just Kesef, not just Shtar, not just Bia. But something called Chupa. Now it's fascinating that we all, I think we're all familiar with the term Chuppah, but uh, rabbinic authorities throughout the ages always struggled, what exactly is a Chuppah? Right? What is technically the Chuppah? Chuppah Kona. What is the Chuppah? So although nowadays we say, yeah, when a, a, a Chuppah, we're dealing here with the two posts and the canopy, but what is the Chuppah? So some of the say that it's the Hinuma, it's the fact that uh, the face is covered, that is the Chuppah. Some say that it's bringing in the wife into the husband's domain, that's the Chuppah. Whatever it is, we are familiar with the fact that in the two stages of marriage, that you first have the Erusin, and then you have the Nisuin that completes it, the Nisuin is achieved with something called the Chuppah. Comes Ravuna and he claims, listen, now that we know that, Om Ravuna, Chupa Kona, you should know that Chupa works to enter, to begin this relationship. In other words, as an Erosin, as stage one, Mikalva Homer, and it could be derived from Mikalva Homer, because Uma Kesef, so he's going to make, there's going to be attempt one to analyze Ravuna, which is not going to work, then there's going to be number two, because he says the following. When the, 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 the man, the young man, walks over to the woman and gives her kesef and says, right? She doesn't start eating truma yet until she enters into his house. Nevertheless, right? So, kona, it acquires it, works as one of the three forms. Chupa, which is stronger, because once there is chupa, she enters into the husband's domain. She could suddenly eat truma again. Obviously, if he's a Kohen. So we're talking about a situation. He's a Kohen. She doesn't, she's not a Bas Kohen. Her whole life she's been dreaming of eating Truma. Okay? She gets very, very excited. I'm married to a Kohen. But we say, wait, wait, right? You have to wait until you enter into his domain until there's Chupa. So it comes out that Chupa is stronger, right? So if so, if... Kesef, which doesn't work, how much more so should Chupa work? So what Ravuna basically is arguing is that if he walks over to her and he does a Chupa, brings her into his domain or under the canopy, that's going to work for stage number one. So the says, wait a second, this doesn't work because Kesef actually does give her the right to eat Truma according to Torah law. If the Kohen walks over to the young lady and says, Hareat Mekudeshes Lee, she could, she could eat Truma. So therefore, the statement is simply not true. You're telling me Kesef ain't no machil. According to Torah, Arusa if she's Arusa, she only had the Erosin, and she's the daughter of Israel, Ocheles Betruma. Because the Torah says, Shinemar, the verse tells us in the Torah, the Kohen, Ki Yikne. Nefesh Kinyan Kaspo. In other words, included in those things that he acquires, that gives a green light for the acquired entity to eat Truma, is something acquired with Kesef, and that's obviously could be referring to the Isharusavai Kinyan Kaspo. Now, why is it so that we do know that in general a woman, when she is in the stage of Erisin, does not eat Truma? Umataam Omru Eino Ocheles. And what's the reason that she doesn't? So there's a concern here. Because when she's in Arusa, she's still living by 
her father. And let's say the lovely Chassan, right, just got a good batch of high-end truma wine, right? And he gets it, and he looks at it, and he says, oh, this is magnificent. You know what? I'm going to be a good uh, uh, Chassan. I'm going to send some to my Kala. So he bottles it, sends it to the Kala. The Kala gets it. She's been dreaming. She gets the truma in her father's house. And maybe for the first few uh, minutes, she says, only I could eat it, only I could eat it. But after 12 ounces, she says, you know, uh, maybe others could eat it as well. So there's a little bit of a concern. And therefore, the rabbis made a decree. No truma for you, right? You don't get any, right? Because there is a gzeira. It's a decree, a logical one. Shemayim zegulakos bevesavir. They're going to pour a glass of wine for her in her father's house. Vetashken She's going to give it to her siblings. So therefore, now that we know that according to Torah, she... Kesef does give her the right to eat truma. Rav Huna's kalvachumer doesn't make sense anymore. Right? Rav Huna says, ha, chupa stronger because chupa gives her the right to eat truma. Kesef not. Kesef does, Rav Huna. So therefore, we're going to have to amend a little bit the words of Rav Huna. Ela parichachi. This is actually the, the question. Uma kesef she'eno gomer. In other words, when the money is handed from the young man to the lady, it does not make her a complete wife because... You know, if, if, if she works, the earnings still belong to the father. Uh, he cannot inherit her yet. So therefore, it's not Gomer. It is not complete. Nevertheless, even though it's not Gomer, what happens is Kona, it works at stage number one. So Chupa She Gomeres, when it comes to Chupa, which completes it, Enodin She Tikne. So for sure, for sure, it should make a Kenyan. That's what Rav Huna argues. Now, Malik Kesef, come on, there's a difference there because Kesef, is, a, is much stronger. Okay? So, you're telling me that, that, that chupa works because if kesef, the weaker one, works, for sure chupa. Well, no, kesef is very strong because kesef could be used for redemption of items of, that have been sanctified, a maizer sheni. So, the says, no, well, bia tochiach, I'm going to prove it from bia, because Bia doesn't work, obviously, for a redemption. And it does achieve Erosin. So therefore, Ravun is going to argue Chupa as well. Well, well, it could be that the reason Bia works as Erosin is because it's stronger. It works by Yevama. Well, Kesev Yochiach, Kesev doesn't work. Therefore, Chazar Adin, you look at the common denominator. Each one has a strong point. Each one has its weak point. But nevertheless, what's the common denominator of Kesef and Bia? That they that they are tools of acquisition that work in other places. The Konin kind of work here. So too argues Rav It's logical for me to believe that so too when it comes to chupa, it works in other scenarios. It works as an isui, and therefore it's logical that it should work as an erisin. Afani chupa, shekona ba'alma bekona kan. So the says, well, truth is there's a difference. Because malatzara shavishben, when it comes to be an account, it comes to kesef, there's pleasure there. And therefore it makes sense that it should achieve erisin. So it ha- they have a common denominator. Shekin hana osa there's a lot of pleasure there. Well, I'll tell you that don't tell me that the reason something works for Harrison is because there's pleasure. You know why? Because there's a third one. Which one? Shtar yochiach. Well, malishtar, well, shtar is different, that perhaps the shtar works for Harrison, that the document works for Harrison because it has a strong point that it works 
as a form of divorce. Can motzi bevas Yisrael? Well, look at the other two that don't work for gerushin. Kesef ubiayochichu. The chazar hadin. So therefore, you would turn around in circles. But the bottom line is that each one has its uniqueness. Lo reizekereizeh. This one is not like this one. The lo reizekereizeh, and the other one is not like the other one. Bottom line is, what's the common denominator? Says Ravuna. Hatzara shavet shubahen shekonim that they work to acquire. Ba'alma in other environments. Vikonim kind of they work here. Afani avi chupa. Therefore, I'm going to say that chupa is the same. Shekone be'alma, that it works in other places. Vikone kan. Okay? Well, Ravuna, we're going to still ask you that there's a, a, a difference. Malatara shovashvanch kenyeshnan ba'al korcha. Okay? That it does work, right? Ba'al korcha, that you do have when it comes to. Uh, all three, that there's Baal Karcha. Where is that? Bia, what is we Bia work Baal Karcha? Yevama. Shtar, Gerushin. Kesef, Amahaivriya, right? When it comes to the Jewish maidservant. The money is done, it's not willingly, it's done even against her will. Ravuna says, you know what? That, that's not a question. Because when it comes to the guidelines that are presented for issues when it comes to marriage, lo there is no ba'al korcha when it comes to the topic of marriage, when it comes to kesef, there is no ba'al korcha. Therefore, Ravuna is quite confident here that I could have number four on my list, right? Ha'isha niknes, right? Ba'arba'adrachim for Ravuna. Kesef, shtar, bia, and now, Rava opens the Mishnah and says, wait a second. I find two problems here with Ravuna's opinion. Now, look at our Mishnah, three, not four. How do you throw Chupa into the mix there? Let's analyze it here. Chupa works, yes, but it only works after you did something else. Chupa gomers, yes, Chupa is strong, it works, right? It clenches it. But that's El Alide Kiddushin. That's only because there was Kiddushin prior to it. Vechi Gamrinon, you want to go ahead and derive Chupa Shalo Alide Kiddushin. That a Chupa without Kiddushin works, Mechupa Shalide Kiddushin. It makes no sense. The only reason it works is because it's a clincher, right? It's a closer. So because something is a closer, it doesn't mean it could pitch for all eight innings, right? There's a big difference there. So Abaya comes and defends Ravuna Omar Lei Abaye. You know what? Well, I can tell you, Tana, the Mishnah mentions, Milsa Dexiva Tani. Those things that are mentioned explicitly. That's what Abaye is arguing. Don't worry about the Mishnah, because when it comes to the three mentioned in the Mishnah, we have a source for it in the Torah. Perhaps you had a, a little bit of a discussion, the opinion of the Rambam, that the Rambam seems to write that Kesev only works, Medivrei Sofrim. And there's a lot of discussion what exactly the Rambam means, but Ramban tells us, hey, this seems to make it very, very clear that Kesev is not Divrei Sofrim, it's in the Torah, because this is what Abaye is stating to defend Ravuna, that the Mishnah mentions three, the three that are mentioned. But Milsa Deloxivehebehedia, that which is not explicit, but rather derived as Ravuna derived from something else. Lokatani. So therefore, question number one, Rava, we could deal with it. Question number two, well, if you think about it, Vitakomer, that's what you claim. Klum chupa gomeris, your claim was, wait a second, Ravuna. Chupa only could clinch it. El kidushin. Well, that exactly is what Ravuna is saying. Ravuna nami And what he's saying is the following. Uma kesef. When it comes to kesef, 
She'eno gomer achar kesef. Kesef cannot be a closer after kesef, right? It's not one of the three that closes it. Nevertheless, Kone could start the process. So chupa shegomeres achar kesef. If it could be a clincher, which kesef cannot be a clincher, so how much more so enodin shetikne? So that's its claim that since it could work, kesef cannot work after kesef as a clincher, right? Chupa does. So therefore, what he is arguing is that indicates that chupa is stronger, and therefore it should begin have the ability to begin the process as well. Well, here we go. Ton rabbanon, the rabbis taught. So, Ketzad Bekesev. How does it work, Bekesev? What time do we end? Just 30. 30. So, okay, we're still good? Ton Rabbon Ketzad Bekesev. How does it work? What does he say? Nosala Kesev or Shve Kesev. He could give her Kesev or an item of value, like a very expensive ring. Today we add the words of what? Kedas. Moshe Israel, and it's uh, very significant words that play a role in some situations, but the key words are Hare at Mekudeshesli, or the other word that's used for a uh, betrothed woman is Hare at Meuresetli, Hare at Leintu, Leisha, you are my wife, Hare Zamekudeshes. Now, what doesn't work? Now, there are two things that are taking place here. There's something that's being transferred from husband to wife, and there's something that's being uttered, okay? Speech and that which is uttered. So now we're being told, Aval he shenosna. So the first part of this, Brisa tells us, he has to give and he has to say. The second part tells us, Aval he shenosna. She's the one that provided the item of value. The Amra he and then she said, Hareini Mekudeshes Lacha, she's the one that stated, Hareini Muresis Lacha, Hareini Lachalitu, Eino Mekudeshes. Now it's interesting because the first part here tells us that he has to do both, both the handing over and the statement must be made by him. And the second part tells us that if she does both, it's no good. What about if it's halfway? So here we have Rav Papa asking a question that it appears to be an actual contradiction here. Maskif let, let's look at the first part here. Time, the reason is dinosan hu omar hu. That is, he was the one that gave, and he's the one that stated, indicating, hanosan if he gave omra he, and she is the one that uttered, enomikudeshis, it doesn't work. That's very clear by analyzing the first part of this b'risa. Eimaseva, look at the second half. Avalhishenosnolo, if she gave ve'omrahi, lo havekidushin. The second half seems to indicate that the issue is, taima dinosnohi ve'omrahi, that is because she is the one that also gave over and as also uttered the words. Hanosanu, indicating that if he gave it ve'omrahi, then havekidushin. So how do we understand it? So therefore, what the Gemara is going to try to say is, listen, Reisha Dafka, the first part is really the statement that's principled and the way it works, that you need the husband, you need the male to do both. Seifa, sometimes we find in Brysos that they're going to mention something that's unnecessary, even if it could be derived from the first part, they're going to present the second half. Now, that doesn't work here. Because that perhaps could work if the second statement is just additional information that could have been derived. But you cannot have a contradiction. And that's what's going to be asked. Now, Vitani Seifo, you're telling me that the second half of this Brysa is presenting a Milsa, this Sosro Laresha? You're telling me that it's presenting here information that contradicts 
So therefore, we're going to have to analyze, and it's a b'risa, so we have that flexibility that we're going to say the following. This is what the b'risa is telling us. If he is the one that gave, and he is the one that said it, there's no question that have a kiddushin is kiddushin. If he, if on the other one, she is the one that uttered the words. So we're going to say now, approach number one. It is comparable to In other words, her utterance is worthless, and therefore it is as if she performed the whole act. It's not Kiddushin. That's approach number one. Approach number one, you can say, then clearly Mekudeshis. If on the other hand, if she is the one that Gave ve'omrohi eino mikudeshes, but if no sanhu he, here we have it, and this is something that's mentioned in halacha sfeikohi. It's a doubt. In other words, you have to we have to understand when there's a requirement for him to utter words. Is it that the words accomplish things or they clarify things? If it's something that's accomplished by the husband uttering the words, so obviously just as he has to give, he has to say. But if it's only to clarify why, there could be scenarios that by she, if let's say they're discussing a marriage beforehand, and she says, Haray, you know, I'm receiving this as Kiddushin, perhaps it could work. And therefore it's a Sveikahi. The Chayshinon Midrabanon, we have to be concerned Rabbinically. Okay. Omar Shmuel. Khan Shmuel, and he says, when it comes to Kiddushin, when it comes to Kiddushin, no san lo kesev, shave kesev, omar le hareat mekudeshes. You know what word is missing here in Shmuel's words? Hareat mekudeshes without the li. So, you know, there are indications here that he means mekudeshes li, but it's not mochiach, it's not clear. We're going to have to address that. Hareat meureshes, hareat li lean to hareza mekudeshes, indicating that even though that it's not mochiach, even though that it's not proven by his words, the circumstances are good enough to indicate what his intentions are. Okay? Now, if on the other hand, the language is simply that she is the one that's making the motion, Hareini Ishech, I'm turning into your husband. Meaning, not a Harat Mekudeshesli, where you could visualize it as the husband bringing the young lady close to him. But he's stating here that the result is, Hareini Ishech, I'm turning into your husband. In other words, you're the one that, are, you're standing in the same place, I'm the one that's becoming closer to you. Hareini Balech, Hareini Arisasech, income based Michush, there's nothing to it's not considered valid. And so too, by the way, the language is necessary, as we know with Gerishin as well, without Li. You are sent away, you are divorced. It works. But if the language is that he is detaching himself, he's making the motion and not pushing her away, I'm no longer your husband. You don't have to be concerned yourself at all. It's nothing. Now, with, by saying that Shmuel doesn't need the Li, that indicates that even if you have, again, this is a topic that you had in Edorim and Nazir, Yodayim Shein Mochichos. In other words, circumstance indicate, but it's not very, very clear. Shmuel seems to be telling us that even though he does not utter the Li, the circumstances, and even though it's not Mochiach, even though it's not proven, nevertheless is valid. This seems to be telling us the Sovar Shmuel, that Shmuel is of the opinion, Yodayim Shein Mochichos Havi Yodayim, even if it's not Mochiach, without the Lee, it's considered a valid statement. But the problem is, Vatnan, we learned in the Mishnah, if a person says, I shall be, I shall be, 
And we are told, Harei Zenazir, it's considered a Nazir. And we wonder, wait a second. What are you telling me? How can you say that he's a Nazir? Maybe he means, I shall be in a state of fasting. The Omer Shmuel Shmuel clarified that the only time Ehe works is Vuhu Shehoyo Nazir over Lefonovt, indicating that if there's a Nazir passing in front of him, and it's Mochiach, that his intention is to be like that Nazir, then indeed he's a Nazir. Now, that seems to be telling us that Shmuel believed time of the Nazir over Lefonovt, the reason it is the Ehe works is because there's a Nazir right there. Halavach, if not for that law, so if so, Yodaim, Shein Machichus, according to Shmuel, seems to be a problem. So the Gemara is going to have to utter, have to adjust the statement of Shmuel. Hochum Maskin and the Omar Li. He did say Li. Well, if so, Maika Mashmon, what's, what's being taught here? So that's something we're going to have to see tomorrow. Everyone have a good Nerev Shabbos.